Hey ladies, I'm curious, do you fast? About eight to 10 years ago, I watched a documentary about the health benefits of fasting and I started to dip my toes into intermittent fasting, but it wasn't until 2023 that I became super intentional about fasting and I'm loving the results. Each month in my Vibrant Living Academy, I run a guided fast in the midlife midlife reboot program called fasting and fat release because the benefits of fasting are too good not to share. Imagine learning how to fast with your cycle or the moon if you are postmenopausal and reaping these benefits, fat and weight loss, improved blood sugar control, improved heart health, improved brain function and cancer and disease prevention. So why would I not become more intentional about fasting and share it with my community? Because that's what I do. Each month we do an intentional fast of varying lengths, plus discuss how nutrition and exercise can compound the results we are wanting to achieve. For example, one month in a fast, we will focus on improving our gut health. Then another month we'll focus on improving brain health. And another month is about balancing your blood sugars and so on and so on. There are so many variety of fasts that we can do to really help our body that each month is different um, in regards to the length of the past and the benefits that you achieve. And it's so much fun to fast as a community and to be guided and get your questions asked so that you know what you are doing. The women in my Midlife Reboot program have absolutely loved this fasting and fat release adventure and they have discovered so much about themselves and also feel the benefits of increased mental clarity, less bloating and gut pain, their pants and clothes are feeling looser, their moods are more balanced, they're not experiencing that hangry anymore and they're also becoming more conscientious of the food that they are choosing to eat when they're in their eating window. As many of you have heard, you may or may not have heard, but most of us, unfortunately, I believe it's around 92% of the population, we are metabolically inflexible, which means in very simple terms that we're really not that healthy. So when we fast, we can actually increase our metabolic health by reducing inflammation and oxidative stress in our body, which means that we are helping ourselves prevent chronic diseases, including cardiovascular disease, cancer, diabetes, and other um, and neurological disorders. And this to me is why I will continue to fast and continue to teach fasting and do a community-based fast every month with tons of support. And we have so much fun. If this is something that you're curious about, by all means, I'd love for you to join us in the fasting and fat release program, which is part of my midlife reboot program. And you can do this by checking out my website, which is vibrantlivingwithtanya.com, or send me an email at tanya at moveyourbody.ca and we can have a chat. I look forward to having you on this journey to vibrant health. Welcome to the Menopause Made Easy podcast. I'm your host, Tanya Willis, creator of the Vibrant Living Academy, author of Cookie Dough in the Dark, and most importantly, a woman going through the ups and downs of menopause. Starting around 35, 
You have years and years of your hormones shifting, which can leave you feeling moody, anxious, joyless, hot, sleepless, confused, forgetful, and more. Plus, your body is changing, but don't despair. This is the perfect opportunity to reinvent your life and take stock of your emotional, mental, and physical well-being. Get ready to gain wisdom, be empowered, and learn the strategic skills and the inner work that can be done so that the last half to third of your life is vibrant and amazing. I've been teaching for over three decades and I have so much amazing information to share with you. Subscribe and share this podcast with your gal pals and thank you for joining me on this menopausal journey. Over the course of the next few weeks, I want to dive into some of the habits that I have done that have positively impacted my life, my health, my fitness levels, and my journeys in my 50s. And I want to talk about some of the things I did wrong and some of the things I did right. And you may see this in different parts of your life. So let's just dive into what's the most important skill asset that you need to get started in this process. And that is your mindset. Your mindset is going to shape how you make sense of the world and yourself. It's a set of beliefs that shape you. Okay. It influences how you think, feel, and behave in any given situation. And it means that you believe what you believe about yourself impacts your success or failure. And I, you know, I spent decades with a, um, you know, an eating issue, emotional eating. Um, and the goal I was always trying to attain was like this perfect body weight loss, because then I thought I would be happy. And I was always trying to just get to that without doing the work. I wanted to get to the top of the mountain without climbing up the mountain. And in my thirties, when I finally let go of diet culture and calories and calories in calories out, and just this obsessive degrading wearing mentality. And I changed my mindset to one of curiosity, compassion, grace, growth, abundance and enjoying the journey, things really started to change for me. So I was always trying to find that quick fix, the one thing that would help me. And I can see it in my health and fitness life. I know what I'm talking about. And then when I think about my business life, I'm still, (laughs) I still have some of that diet influence with wanting to get to the top of the mountain without doing the work. So that's what I meant when I started this podcast, you can, as I go through this mindset, you can see it in play out in different parts of your life. All right. So before we get into any of the habits and the skills and all that kind of stuff, it's really important to understand that to get to the top of the mountain, to get your goal, You need certain skills and habits and mindsets, and it's not a struggle. And I say that knowing the difference between before and after with how I looked at my life. Okay, so years ago, I read a book by Carol Dwork. Um, She is a um, 
Dweck, actually, it might be pronounced Carol Dweck. She's a Stanford psychologist, and the name of the book is, oh, what was the name of the book? Oh, let me see if I can find it here. Um, Mindset, the new psychology of success. So I'll do a little synopsis on that because it was very interesting. So we're going to talk about a growth mindset and a fixed mindset. And um, Carol believes your beliefs play a pivotal role in what you want and whether you achieve it. And I also believe the same. Right. And so what she talks about in her book is that she found that it is your mindset that plays a significant role in determining achievement and success. Your mindset can influence how people behave in a certain um, in a wide range of situations in life. Right. And so, for example, as people encounter different situations, their mind triggers a specific mindset that then directly impacts their behavior in that situation. And this, I'm going to talk about self-awareness in another episode, but I would be one of those people that would say, I am very self-aware. But what I've learned about self-awareness is that I can only be self-aware about certain parts of myself at certain times because it's too exhausting to be self-aware of myself all day long. We, We just can't function that way. We don't We have so many unconscious, subconscious patternings happening, and we think we're conscious, but we're only conscious about the things we're actually paying attention to. So um, I'm going to save that for another podcast because it's actually really fascinating. So sit back and just listen for a moment here and think if you have a fixed or a growth mindset and notice if you have it differently in regards to your family, your finances, your health, your career, because it it changes. And this is what was fascinating to me to do this work. So you either have a fixed mindset, which you believe your abilities are fixed traits and therefore cannot be changed. Okay. You may also believe that your talent and intelligence alone lead to success and effort is not required. And on the flip side, if you have a growth mindset, you believe that your talents and abilities can be developed over time through effort and persistence. Okay. And people with this mindset don't necessarily believe that everyone can become like, you know, Einstein, Mozart, an Olympic athlete, just because they try, but they do believe that you can get better and more talented if you put in the effort. And this is something where when I was in my diet mentality of just trying to lose that weight, I was not allowing myself the to break down the goal into smaller pieces to learn the skills that I needed. So as a menopausal woman, how do you balance your plate to help your hormones? Okay, so after the age of 35, you're going into perimenopause and you're going into Post-menopause, you are not 20 years old anymore. You need to balance your plate differently. That is a skill. Are you willing to work on that skill for your body? Or are you just reaching for the next diet or the next thing that worked for your friend without understanding how it affects you? Okay. 
Another skill is as we age, our um, we become more insulin resistant. So we need to eat in a different order. We need to eat um, different things during our cycle. It doesn't mean that we have to revamp our entire diet, but when we become consciously aware of our um, the way food affects us, the way exercise affects us, the way it affects us during different parts of the month, different parts of the day, we begin to be like, oh, I need to develop that skill or lean into this skill at certain times. And this is when the effort is needed and the growth mindset and the willingness to understand that you can change what you're doing and get out of being stuck. So some examples of a fixed versus growth mindset include like if you have a fixed mindset, you would say either I'm good at it or I'm not. It's that very black and white thinking. On the flip side, a growth mindset is I can learn to do anything I want. So I can learn how to eat a balanced plate. I can learn how exercise affects my hormones. You know, a fixed mindset, and I hear this so often is, oh, I'm in my 50s, you're just supposed to gain weight. Like you just think that's supposed to happen. It's not true, right? A growth mindset is, okay, my body is changing. What do I need to do to change? What can I learn from what I'm doing, right? So again, that fixed mindset, th th the thought is that's just who I am. I can't change it. And I really hear that a lot. Whereas my growth mindset is, and again, like I took this on in my 30s, is I'm constantly, I'm a constantly evolving work in progress. Okay, what can I do to get better? What is working for me? What is not working for me? What do I need to change? And yes, that does require effort. Because <laughs> it's much easier to say, this is just who I am. I, I'm, I can't change. Okay, um, a fixed mindset again is if you have to work hard, you don't have the ability. So if you have to work hard, you don't have the ability. The growth mindset is the more you challenge yourself, the smarter you become. So the more you're willing to look at, okay, how do I balance my plate to, uh, so that I don't have night sweats at night? Okay. So what information do I have to learn? Do I have to like learn about uh, blood sugar levels and my insulin response and, or like what, what skill do I need? And when you challenge yourself, you start to do the work, you find evidence to support it. And then you realize that you can change. So another fixed mindset would be if I don't try, then I won't fail. And there is such fear of failure so many times. Um, and we get so stuck in that. And a growth mindset is I only fail when I stop trying. And one phrase that I've used for years is fail forward. And if you're failing, you're learning and you're moving forward. And if you're afraid to fail, you get very stuck. And that's where I can see myself in my business. So in my health world, I have a much more growth mindset in my business and career world. I have a very fixed mindset, which is more predicated on fear and not so much curiosity. So I'm, I'm working through this challenge right now. Okay. Um, 
a last example of a fixed mindset that I'll share with you today is that job position, if you're thinking about a career, is totally out of my league. A growth mindset is that job position looks challenging. Let me apply for it. Or let me talk to people who are in that position and see the skills that they have that I could get to be better equipped to apply for that job. So it's really interesting just to sit back and go, where am I, where do I show a fixed mindset? Where do I show a growth mindset? So it's very interesting because um, Dwork recommend, or reveals this in her book that if you look back to your childhood, or even if you are a parent with children of any age, but especially the younger they are, you can really set in motion a fixed or growth mindset. So when you have a child and you praise them or even yourself on their talents and you label them as smart, this actually promotes a fixed mindset. It sends a message to the child that they either have an ability or they don't, and that there is nothing that they can do to change it. Okay. On the flip side of that, there's process praise. So the first one was personal praise. That's that smart fixed mindset. The other one is process praise, which emphasizes the effort a person puts in to accomplish a task. And it implies their success is due to the effort and the strategy they used, both of which they can control and improve over time. And so again, if I look at my health world and my fitness and what I'm doing, I have a growth mindset and not in my 20s and early 30s, but now it, when I changed it to be like the effort that I apply, the, the curiosity is moving me forward, right? It's not how smart I am. All of us know many things. We know not to drink a bottle of wine. We know not to sit on the couch all day, every day for years and years. And yet knowing is not the same as doing. All right. So think about this. If you heard this as a child, or if you even say this to your children or grandchildren or whatever, where personal. So if, if your child gets a good grade on a, a English test, say the personal praise might be, see, you are good at math. You got an A on your test. So you're saying how smart they are, where process praise is sounds something like this. I'm impressed by how hard you studied for your English test. You read the materials over several times, asked your teacher to help you figure out the tricky problems and tested yourself on it. That is amazing. And so as you're going through this adventure of whatever health and fitness goal or lifestyle goal that you have for 2024, career goal, whatever it is, really start to focus on the process praise. Are you doing the small, simple, little things every day to move you forward in the process? Okay. So, and then again, listen to how you're talking to your children, your grandchildren and yourself. Oh, all right. So what do you think you have? Do you think you have a growth mindset, fixed mindset? Can you feel it differently in different parts of your life? So, when you like, sorry, I'll back up the bus here. 
the impact of your mindset. So your mindset, like I said, and this is pivotal. This is work that needs to be done. This is a skill that is going to absolutely move you forward. And I know so many times we're like, just tell me what exercise to do. Just tell me what kind of food to eat. But your mindset plays such a critical role in how you cope with life's challenges because you are going to have setbacks. Okay. You are going to not want to work, want to work out one day. You're not going to lift as heavy one day. You're going to, uh, you know, maybe if you're trying to eat perfectly, you're going to go off plan. Um, whatever it is, we are not perfect beings. It's all about progress and moving forward. But if you have a growth mindset, you tend to have a hunger for learning and a desire to work hard and discover new things. Right. And this is where I changed many years ago, my mindset into curiosity and compassion and learning. And how can I do better instead of saying, oh, my God, you're such an idiot. Why did you do that again? Oh, my God, I can't believe it. And just those flips of words of having that compassion and curiosity for myself. I cannot tell you how it lightened my soul. And made me want to move forward instead of feeling like I was being, you know, punishing myself, which then I tended to shrink and be constricted and fall back into my old habits. So as adults, the more um, we have this growth mindset, we have this opportunity to grow and learn. And if we have a fixed mindset, we tend to give in or give up. And we just, we just like, oh, I'm not good enough. I failed again, right? And it's a very defeatist attitude. And trust me, I have that. My last episode I gave chatted with you guys was on overwhelm. And I felt that's what I was talking about in that episode. Remember, I did that feelings chart with you. I felt defeated and I'm overwhelmed. And so I have to take this overwhelmed feeling and break it down and ask, okay, what am I feeling overwhelmed about? Where can I move forward? What's the smallest action I can take today? Because sometimes when we're looking at our big goals, it can get very overwhelming and we think we're not making any progress. And this is again, when we have to just step back, give ourselves some grace and compassion and be like, what's the tiniest step that I can do today? to move me forward, even if it's only half of an inch. All right. So, okay. So where, where is your mindset? Here's some questions that you can ask yourself. All right. So just where I'm going to ask you six questions. So just write down a little yes or no beside them, whether you agree with them or not. So number one, you're born with a certain amount of intelligence and it isn't something that can be changed. So do you agree or disagree with that? Number two, no matter who you are, there isn't much you can do to improve your basic abilities and personality. Agree or disagree? Number three, people are capable of changing who they are. Agree, disagree. Number four, You can learn new things and improve your intelligence. Agree or disagree? Number five, people either have particular talents or they don't. You can't just acquire talent for things like music, writing, art, or athletics. Agree or disagree? And number six, 
Studying, working hard, and practicing new skills are all ways to develop new talents and abilities. Agree? Disagree? Okay, so if you tend to agree mostly with statements one, two, and five, you probably have a fixed mindset in that realm. If you agree with statements three, four, and six, then you probably tend to have more of a growth mindset. So how can we fix, how can we go from a, a fixed mindset to a growth mindset? Okay, I'm gonna share four tips with you. And I'll tell you, this is one of the biggest ones. Focus on the journey. And at the bottom of my book, Cookie Dough in the Dark, um, I think I write something like that, you know, a journey to vibrant living. When I embraced the word journey, oh my God, I have have goosebumps right now and I feel expansion. I completely shifted. I, I just, I let go of just the struggle, the push, the speed. And I'm like, I'm going to enjoy this journey. And it is such an important factor when building a growth mindset is seeing the value in your journey. When you are fixated on the end result, you really miss out on all the beautiful things you can be learning about yourself uh, during the way, right? And it doesn't mean they're always going to be good, but you're going to learn so much about yourself. And this is what I call peeling back the layers of the onion. You are going to learn. Oh, I just got my throat chakra. That just hit me right there. Uh, I almost want to tear up because I spent so many years just trying to get to the end without enjoying the process. I beat myself up along the way. How could you eat that? You're such an idiot. Look, you've gained weight. Um, I just berated myself, berated myself. When I let go, oh my gosh, I cannot tell you the golden lightness that just developed around me and within me. So focus on the journey. Okay. Set your goal for where you want to go. And this is one thing we're talking about in my Vibrant Living Academy. How do you want to feel? Oh my gosh. When you ask that self that question, light, energetic, expansive, curious, compassionate, um, enjoyable, loving, right? How then you start to embrace those words and and you do actions based on how you want to feel. You don't want struggle and fear and stress and grind, which is what I used to do. Okay. So really take the time and focus on the journey, break it down into smaller parts and have fun with it. And then I love, this is the second point, incorporate the word yet. Oh my gosh, just adding this to the end of the sentence is so powerful. So if you are struggling with, say, your menopausal plate, what does my menopausal plate with? Just remind yourself you haven't mastered it yet, okay? I really want to build a menopausal plate, but I haven't done so yet. What is the next skill I need to learn so that when I eat, I feel balanced, I have energy, I don't have night sweats, okay? What does my plate look like? What do I need to change on my plate? 
remember how in many, many episodes I've talked about, we are all like females are men are on a 24 hour clock. Women are on a, uh, like a 28 day to 31 day clock. We have a very different rhythm. We feel differently during that month. If you really start to pay attention to how you feel, if you don't have your period, we work with the new moon and the full moon. If you have your cycle, you know, obviously we work with your cycle, but how do you feel during your cycle? Your food, your exercise, your mood, your energy is going to change over the course of the month, okay? And so adding this word yet, this is a whole new learning. This is again, what we talk about in my Vibrant Living Academy. This, I cannot tell you how many people in, you know, in, in my academy are just like, oh my gosh, I, I am so, I feel so much better. I'm not beating myself up because they learned a new skill of understanding their monthly flow in life. Uh, life-changing. Okay, so incorporate that word yet. The third point is pay attention to your words and thoughts. Uh, I've done so many, again, so many podcast episodes on, on this. Um, there's some on my YouTube channel. Really be the observer of yourself. What is going on behind in your subconscious thoughts, your thoughts, your, your, what are you saying to yourself? Are you negative or are you positive? And the more positive you get, the more you're going to build this growth mindset. Notice if it's again, different situations where you're more negative or more positive. Okay. And again, I had to rewire this again, just rewire, rewire. Every time you say something negative, snap, snap, snap your finger, shake your head, do a little jig and change it to a positive statement. It, again, it requires effort, but you can do it. High five, high five. You can do it. And last one is take on challenges. Okay. Making mistakes is one of the best ways to learn and so many of us shy away from challenges. And so instead of shying away from them, embrace them. And I see this with the hesitancy of people not knowing, you know, I'll just talk about my business here, but what's, what's on the other side of Vibrant Living Academy? Am I willing to step into the challenge of learning about myself or am I going to continue to pay for the next diet to pay for the next meal plan or am I willing to do that inner work and learn about myself and take on a new challenge that may feel so scary may feel uncomfortable and I just see so many people get so close and then I just see them shut down now, obviously I have people in my academy, so people do come over to the other side, but I see so many women shut themselves down. I'm not good enough. I'm afraid to change. And remember your brain wants to keep you in your safety zone. It does not want you to change. And the thing that you'll learn about uh, in the Vibrant Living Academy, if you join us, is we're not throwing everything at you. We are talking a lot about simple shifts. What can you start to do now? Just a little bit differently. We talk a lot about sitting in discomfort. 
um, again, I used to eat when I was this, this, this uncomfortable feeling came up now I can sit in it and I can feel it in my body and I can embrace it and hold it like a, a mother nurturing a child. And I can be like, what do you need, Tanya? What do you need? Um, I've been doing a lot of inner child work lately, um, really trying to get to that next layer um, underneath my onion. So if you want to do that work, I cannot tell you how life changing it is. Um, but don't, but be curious. I'm going to say, just be curious, come in, check us out. If you don't like it, leave, but understand that resistance is normal. Okay. The discomfort is normal. And we live in this society, which is just trying to tell you that everything should be easy and you should be happy all the time without doing the work. And that is a myth. You must do the work. Okay. The, the not work for me was eating. That was a very ingrained habit for me was I felt a certain way and I ate. And when life threw me, uh, you know, a bunch of crackers, I would fall back into that pattern because it was so ingrained in myself. Now through all the work that I've been doing, I'm like, Ooh, there's that pattern. I can choose this or I can choose this. And I'm starting to develop new neural networks in my brain that are, that are helping me make better decisions for my health and happiness. So anyway, that is our little lesson today on whether you have a fixed mindset or a growth mindset, leave me a comment below. And if you're interested in joining us in the Vibrant Living Academy, where we, you know, go deep on all this stuff, I teach you, you know, how to build, I, I teach you the, listen, it's very basic nutrition, movement, and mindset. We combine all three of those. I meet you where you are and we do baby steps and simple shifts to move you more towards where you want to go. It's that simple. So if you'd like to join me inside, by all means, come on in. You can find me at vibrantlivingwithtanya.com. Thank you for listening today. Please subscribe to this podcast and share with your gal pals. Mwah. Healthy hugs, everybody. Ladies, have you picked up the free guide that I am offering you? Five hacks to cut your cravings without giving up the food you love. I will leave the link for you in the show notes. As we age, we become more sensitive to eating carbs and unfortunately can even crave them more, which can increase our chance of gaining belly fat, weight, or getting type two diabetes, etc. These five hacks I share with you will help you to cut your cravings and get you healthier in the process. And I myself and my clients use these five hacks. So whether your end goal is to lose belly fat, or weight or to balance your blood sugars to avoid type 2 diabetes or other chronic diseases or to have more energy during the day adding these hacks is a game changer so pick up the five hacks to cut your cravings i'll leave the link in the show notes or you can go to vibrantlivingwithtanya.com backslash the number five dash hacks dash two, that's the word two, T-O, dash cut, dash cravings. Enter your name and email and you will have the five hacks delivered to your inbox ready for you to start implementing. 
Happy hacking!